firstly to the economy and the latest data shows Australia's economy is slowing dramatically under the pressure of the Reserve Bank's repeated interest rate rises. Official growth figures contained in the national accounts show that Australia's economy continued to expand in the most recent quarter, but only just. For his analysis, I'm joined now by our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, what's your take on where the economy is heading? Well, Sally, official data out from the Bureau of Statistics shows the economy grew by just 0.2% in the most recent quarter. A bit less than expected, but it is showing the economy slowing a bit faster than expected. The ABS noting the economy is still expanding, but getting close to what could be flatlining. It is the sixth straight rise in quarterly GDP, but the slowest growth since the COVID lockdowns in September 2021. All this takes annual growth to 2.3%, down from forecasts of 2.7%, with private and public spenders the big drivers of GDP in the quarter, spending on machinery and equipment, light and heavy vehicles, agricultural equipment and also automation. But not surprisingly, given the RBA's aggressive interest rate rises, household spending continued to slow in the March quarter, with spending on essential goods and services the main contributors, while discretionary items like furnishing, household equipment, new cars, they're all falling back. Peter, what are the risks of a recession if the economy continues to crunch? Well, this is what the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe continually refers to as the narrow path, but that path appears to be getting a bit more narrow. has to be said the economy is still growing and resilient in some areas, and you do need two consecutive quarters of negative growth for a technical recession. We haven't even had one yet, but the economy is likely to crunch by the end of the year, even by the RBA and Treasury forecast with growth maybe getting down to one and a quarter percent. But the economy is in the region of what's known as a per capita recession, not an official measure, but that's where the economy grows, but households go backwards. Peter, the RBA Governor Philip Lowe has been speaking this morning after raising the cash rate for the 12th time. How has he defended that action, given that many households are really hurting at the moment? Well, there's a man under pressure, not exactly the flavour of the month at the moment, but Philip Lowe's been busy doubling down in the face of criticism that the rate rises are creating a bit of a social divide and heavily indebted borrowers now becoming the collateral damage in the RBA's aggressive campaign to get inflation down from around 7% back into the 2 to 3% target band. Mr Lowe says, yes, Yes, the RBA board could have held off raising rates again yesterday, but with alarm bells ringing on inflation and it's signs that it's becoming entrenched in the psychologies of Australians and might be hard to remove, he had to act now rather than later with the tool of interest rates now a notorious sledgehammer. I acknowledge that this tool comes with some complications. Its effects are felt unevenly across the community and rising interest rates are causing significant financial pressures for some households. But this unevenness is not a reason to avoid using the tool that we have. The inevitable result of this would be even higher interest rates and at some point a larger increase in unemployment to get rid of the ingrained inflation. So as difficult as it is, the rise in interest rates has been necessary to bring inflation back to target within a reasonable time frame. That's the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe there and before him our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan.